Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Podcast 32 is sponsored by WordSprint, your choice for printing, mailing, customer relations. Hi, this is Paul Lemberg, and I want to welcome you to Orchestrating Success with Hugh Ballou. Now, here's Hugh with today's session. This is Hugh Ballou. This session of Orchestrating Success is about defining success and creating the pathway to get there. We refer to these as goals. I find many, many people have an idea of where they want to be vaguely captured in their mind, and it's elusive to others. And when I ask, do they have goals? They say, yes. And I say, can I see them? Well, the response is, well, they're not written down. I'd like to share with you that goals that aren't written down are not goals. They're dreams. They're hopes for future arrival. It's somewhere that's not really specified clearly. It does not demonstrate commitment. So, Writing a goal down is first and foremost clarity of objective and commitment to that objective. So let's talk about goals. By the way, you can find today's session at hubaloopodcast.com. This session for orchestrating success is number 32. If you go to hubaloopodcast.com, you will find every session linked to that page. So you can go find this session and others and get the transcript. I'm recording this session at the end of 2016, and I'm undergoing a personal evaluation, revision, and updating of my strategy for my businesses and committing to where I'm going to be this time next year. It's a process that's renewable and recurring. In in best practices, in my world, it is about defining the future and then continuing to modify the process. We define the goal. We're very specific about what the arrival point is. And we take what we've learned and evaluate our processes that we've defined and update them. We learn from the market and we adapt to what we've learned. Effective leaders adjust and compensate for those changes. The overall strategic plan defines the differentiator. What's different about what Hubaloo does in the market? It is integrating strategy and performance. It's the music director defines high performance, 
high leadership performance, driving high culture performance. The culture is a reflection of the leader. So we define the results both in our demeanor, our behavior, <clears throat> and our clarity of, of objectives and how we are able to articulate those objectives and share those with others. So I'm going to share a post from several years ago outlining a basic concept for goal setting. We, at the end of each year, think about New Year's resolutions. Well, those are well-intended thoughts. Very rarely do we write them down and share them. And even rarer is the occasion when we actually accomplish them throughout the year. There's a lack of a system there, lack of commitment. Even though we, we have good intentions, we've not coupled a process around those good intentions that really ensure the success. So my wish for you is that embracing a process will allow you to achieve the vision that you see in your mind so clearly. Let's articulate it and let's put some mechanisms for accountability and realism around those. Let me share with you what I've learned and developed and teach in over 30 years of working with social entrepreneurs like us. Here's a couple of, th of thoughts from other thought leaders, some quotes that have been meaningful to me. Andrew Carnegie was interviewed by Napoleon Hill in the process of, of interviewing the people that Carnegie introduced Hill to. Hill developed us this whole clarity of the laws of success, and he wrote several books, the first of which was Think and Grow Rich, the most popular of which was Think and Grow Rich. It's still a, a leader of thought leaders today. It sets the groundwork, and in that book, Napoleon Hill crystallized the best thinking, captured it, and put it down in concrete methodologies. And he found, I believe it's in chapter two, that all leaders had definite purpose. They were very clear on their definite purpose. They surrounded themselves with strong people. They provided something good to the world. And they maintained a positive mental attitude. They had this attitude of, we can't fail. Failure is not a choice. One of the examples was Thomas Edison, who took 10,000 times to invent the light bulb. He didn't consider that he had failures. In his words, he said he found 9,000 999 things that didn't work. When Napoleon Hill went to interview Carnegie, sometime in the process, Carnegie said to him, any idea that's held in the mind and emphasized that's either feared or revered will begin at once to clothe itself in the most convenient an appropriate physical form available. We hold it in the mind and we write it down because it tends to change with our memory. So I'll take it one step. We hold it in the mind and we capture it in writing. 
The famous painter, Vincent van Gogh, said, I dream my painting, and then I paint my dream. And then this famous quote by the person that said a lot of things, Mr. Anonymous, said, a person who hit, who aims at nothing is sure to hit it. So how do we know if we've achieved our goal, if we've not clearly defined the arrival point? And furthermore, if we have a team, which we usually do, formal or informal, how do they know where we're going if we've not clearly identified the goals? The problem Entrepreneurs think that having a plan stifles their creativity. Musicians know that having a musical score, which is the equivalent of a strategic plan, and having the skills to play, the implementation skills, empowers them to perform with full access to their creativity. Having a plan allows the entrepreneur full access to their creative spirit because they can use their energy and brain power to execute the plan and not be held back by trying to figure out what to do next. Then, doing something out of order, then having to redo it. That's not a good example of good leadership. Most entrepreneurs do not have written goals. Many of those who have written goals do not have any implementation process in place. Let me give you a short overview of how goals work. Here's the concept. By writing down your goals and objectives, I'm calling objectives those milestones, those monthly benchmarks along the way. Goals and objectives sometimes are interchangeable terms. They're the arrival point identified in specific terms. So by writing down these goals and objectives, you will have the beginning of an action plan for success. You will have a clear picture of what you want to have happen, what it's costing, and what its costs and benefits will be. You will know where you're going, and how you will get there. Focus exactly on what you want and go for it with conviction and determination. Then you will succeed. Begin by putting your name at the top of the goals worksheet. There is a realization that happens at that moment that is the beginning of success. You are the only one that can do this. You are the only one who can take responsibility. You are the only one will have great impact on your life and the lives of others. <clears throat> when I say you're the only one that can do this, you're the only one that can make it happen. Write down your goals. Goals that are not written, as I said before, are merely dreams. Write them down and move into action immediately. Choose goals wisely. Goal achievement is one thing. What you become and what happens to your team in reaching each goal is another thing. Take time to think. 
Take time to plan. Take time to study. Don't confuse activity with achievement. Do not just say that you will succeed. Don't wish you could succeed. Don't expect the counsel of the successful. Act on the plan yourself. Let me go back to what I said in the previous paragraph. Goal achievement is one thing. We specified the arrival point. But what you become and what happens to you and your organization is another thing. That's the benefit of reaching the goal, which really is the most profound reason for doing it. Here's the process. Clearly define your goals. Write them down in specific, measurable terms and establish a completion date. Identify the obstacles. Now, earlier I said successful people maintained a positive mental attitude. Now I'm telling you to look at the obstacles. Well, what's going to prevent you? Let's, let's conquer the obstacles by first identifying them. Number three, determine who's involved in or impacted by your goals. You don't do this alone. List all the activities or objectives necessary for reaching your goals. Group them in 90-day benchmarks. Your goal, short-term goals are 12 months or less. So you want to group these into 30-day increments because we live life thinking in 30-day increments. We pay bills in 30-day increments, etc. Sequence your activities. Concentrate on a single step at a time. It's important to walk before we run. Estimate, this is number six in the list, estimate the time necessary for each, each objective and the total time for the goal. This is not an exact science. We must estimate it and remain flexible with the timing. It's important to set a completion date, however. Seven, activate key activity dates on your planning calendar. Here's what's going to happen, and here's the date. Express those in present tense. Activate number seven. Activate those dates. That's activate. We want to make sure they're on your calendar. Better word might be time activate. Number eight. Begin action immediately. Do not be guilty of perfection paralysis. I meet so many people that are going to do something when. Do something when. When I get this. When I complete that. When it's perfect. No. Begin action immediately. Number nine, be persistent in your plans. Don't let obstacles or naysayers steal your vision. Number 10, share your goals with anyone else whom you feel will help you along the way. Maybe people listed in that relationships needed part of your goal sheet or your team as a whole. There's power in transparency. Now, we've heard that goals are SMART, S-M-A-R-T. It's an acronym. This is a little different than what maybe you have read or learned from other sources. S is specific. Picture what the end result will look like. Know what it is so you will know when you arrive. 
Be very specific. The goal must be written down to count as a goal. Otherwise, it's only a dream. We can change with a whim any dream. We can't easily change the written goal, especially when we've shared it. There's an accountability mechanism built in in sharing, which is powerful. Identify the group or groups targeted and define exactly what result is desired. For example, increase the effectiveness of the XX group staff team by developing an outreach team that meets regularly and targets specific projects. <clears throat> M is measurable. Set a measurable outcome for the end result. Specific, measurable. How many? There should be no doubt that the goal is reached because there is, is an exact quantifiable target. For example, increase attendance by 20% at events. Reduce annual mailings by 2%. Reduce budget expenditures by 10%, etc. We've got a quantifiable number or a percentage. The A is accountable. Ooh, you thought it was something else. Um, if the goal has a chance of succeeding, then it must be shared. There is synergy in openly sharing carefully articulated goals. The person or persons who help make the process accountable also make it possible. For example, if you mention the goal to someone who responds to you with a doubt or ridicule, I call that motivation. Share these goals with people who have been successful. You can share them with your, your family, your spouse, your friends. They're not the primary drivers because they aren't going to be the ones that hold you accountable in the way that will be helpful. So A is accountable, R is realistic. <clears throat> now typically there is achievable and realistic, but as a recovering Scottish Presbyterian, I didn't want to waste a letter because they were too similar. And if it's, if it's achievable, it's realistic. Do you have the resources? Do you have the time? Is it possible? Is it too big a goal? So accountable is the driver that makes goals work. Realistic. Aim at a target that you can really hit or have a good chance of hitting. There's nothing more discouraging than repeatedly not being able to reach your goal. On the other hand, reaching the goal is not the only factor. It's the process that counts. Be careful in setting your goals because of what you will become in the process. Aim for something that is important and the journey will change you and the culture that you lead. The T is for timed. Another essential factor in goal setting is definitely exactly when the goal will be reached. It's defining in a definite term when the goal will be reached. Set the date and plan to arrive at that time. Be sure that you give sufficient time to fully develop all the aspects of the goal and set benchmarks along the way. It is discouraging to look way ahead and think, oh, this project is too big. Define the steps and check them off along the word.
along the way. Check off the steps. That is power. Define your daily value deliverables. What will you do each day? Those are DVDs. Daily, every day. Value, it's related to your goal. Deliverables, it's accomplished. These are the baby steps that you define every day for each of your goals. By the way, I think three goals is plenty. might be a track of financial. There might be a track of organizational development. There might be a track of programs and services. By the way, goals don't work if you don't work. Goals don't work. I hear that all the time. Well, maybe it's you didn't work. There's a commitment to process. There's a commitment to outcome. There's a commitment to team and community. Goals will change your life. Write them down. Share each goal with at least three people that matter. This will change your life. You can find these notes linked from hubaloopodcast.com. This is number 32 in the series of Orchestrating Success. I wish you a happy and prosperous new year. Today's episode is sponsored by WordSprint. Not only is WordSprint a very skilled printing house, but they're a mailing house. They print and distribute your messages. So if you run a charity, this is the way to engage your donors so they continue donating and build the donations over time. Regular, repeated mailings to the right person and the right message. WordSprint is an authority on mailings for clients. How do we maintain relationships with clients? Financial success is based on relationship. Communication is based on relationship. Giving your tribe something to hold in their hand that brings them value, that tells them what's so important about what you're doing, drives success, engages your tribe, no matter if they're clients, customers, or donors or members. Wordsprint.com, W-O-R-D-S-P-R-I-N-T.com. They are the printer and mailing house of choice for CenterVision entities, CenterVision International, CenterVision Printing, CenterVision Leadership Foundation. Go to wordsprint.com, click on the link to have an appointment and see how WordSprint can help you grow and sustain your tribe and improve your bottom line profit. Thanks for listening today to the Orchestrating Success Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes to stay focused on ways to redefine leadership and increase your profit. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.